Welcome to 5 Minutes in Church History, hosted by Dr. Stephen Nichols, where we take a little break from the present to go exploring the past. Travel back in time as we look at the people, events, and even the places that have shaped the story of Christianity. This is our story, our family history. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of 5 Minutes in Church History. We are still trekking through the life and thought and legacy of Martin Luther. We are getting near the end of our journey together through this month and through the life of Luther. We have been on location for many of these episodes together. And once again, we are on location. We are here in the town of Eisenach. I am in the middle of a busy street and behind me is a very impressive statue of Luther from the end of the 1800s. And also behind me is the old tower and the city gate of the city here of Eisenach. Of course, up on the hill, overlooking all of this, is the castle Wurtburg. And earlier we talked about how influential this place was in the life of Luther. Well, we're back here now to talk about Luther's legacy. Let me just sketch for you five points of Luther's legacy. The first, we are here in the hometown of Bach. We have to talk about hymns. Imagine showing up in church feeling just welling up within you the desire to sing praises to God and you can't. You have no hymns in your language. There's no congregational singing. Well, this was the situation before Luther. And we talk about his reformation of theology. We also have to talk about his reformation of church practice. And so when you stand up and you sing a hymn and you join your voice with the other voices of the congregation and lifting praise to God, we can thank Martin Luther for restoring congregational singing and hymns to the life of the church. The second is preaching. Again, prior to Luther, it was mostly the mass. There was an occasional homily during Advent or during Lent, but Luther brings the weekly sermon where the pastor studies the Word of God and then brings that teaching and brings the Word of God to the people of God so they can be nourished and they can feed and they can grow as Christians upon the Word of God. So preaching. Thirdly, when we think of Martin Luther, we think of the solas. We have to think of the solas. As we think of sola scriptura and the doctrine of scripture alone, the authority of scripture, that it is scripture that guides us and governs us. We put together sola gratia, sola fide, sola Christus, and there we realize that salvation indeed is by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. And then we also learn of soli deo gloria that all is for the glory of God alone. The fourth point of Luther's legacy is the family, his own family, his relationship with Katie and his relationship to his children, but modeling really what the first parsonage looks like and not only what a parsonage looks like for the clergy, but really what a Christian family looks like. And prior to the Reformation, there were not high views of the family within the church and Luther, as it were, redeemed marriage, redeemed the family, and brought it to a prominent place. And so we can thank him for that part of his legacy. And then finally, the fifth point of his legacy is vocation. What Luther meant by this was whether you had some high church office, you could be a theologian or a pastor, or you could have the lowest menial task, all of those tasks can be viewed as a calling. Prior to Luther, it was only the monks and the nuns and the priests. They had a calling. Everyone else just simply 
worked. Well, Luther helped us all to realize that all that we do can be for the glory of God as we serve him through our vocations. Well, those are the five points of Luther's legacy. But there's really one true fundamental underlying point to Luther's legacy, and that concerns the Word of God. This statue behind me has Luther holding a Bible, and he's pointing to it. I think if Luther were here, he would prefer that the statue be of the Bible holding Luther, reminding us, pointing us beyond him to pay attention to the Word of God. That is Luther's legacy, because it is the Word of God that abides forever. I'm Steve Nichols. Thanks for joining us for five minutes in church history. For more information or to listen to past episodes, please visit 5minutesinchurchhistory.com.